It's scary, man. Penises are scary. Dad without a dad production. <laughs> Well, we gotta start with a smile on her face. Absolutely. Hey, Andy's back. Hey, Jose. Hey, everybody. My name is Jose, Jose de la Roca. You can follow me at Mr. Jose de la Roca. That is at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And guess who's back? Back again with brand new <laughs> sound bites. <laughs> I was talking to Andy right now and I'm like, hey, our last podcast, I was listening to it, meaning the last podcast we did together because Andy's been busy. And yep. then I was like, hey, did he say that? Did he? Did I say that? And I think uh, I for, I even forgot what the podcast it, it was about. I think it was when you uh, became famous. So we were talking about how you became famous right there in the in the UK by BBC Radio, yep. Solent. And yep. then um, I forgot what we were talking about. And then uh, <laughs> at the end, and then I was like, did he just said that? But penises are, are quite hard to manage. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I was like, wait. And then I would just kept listening, and I'm like. This this has to be great, like sound bites. I think you even turn red right now. I could see it through Skype that you're all red. <laughs> Definitely made me think about penises more than I probably had done previously. <laughs> I I totally remember what we were talking about. We were talking about uh uh, uh it was um my son wetting himself in the middle of the night. That's what we were talking about. Uh, and then we we didn't get into the water pressure of urine or anything like that. Like we didn't get into the technical details. Um, but yeah, it's what you missed. Last podcast, or <laughs> well, the podcast before last, or well, three podcasts ago, I think it would have been. Yeah, so you've been gone for a little bit, and uh, you want to tell people where you... I thought you went to, uh, like, a gaming convention, but you were like, nah, I just went to Manchester or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I caught up with a couple of friends of mine who I hadn't seen for a long time. Uh, and one of my friends is like a master mathematician guy who is in Manchester. Uh, and essentially, I was catching up with him. So um, the thing is with Manchester is like when you drive there, it's like a five hour drive, which to the you know, turning off in the US seems like, oh, what the hell? That's barely to the end of my state. But in the UK, it's a bit of a palaver. So it was just away for a few days. But uh, I'm back now. Everyone's happy. Everyone's here. Everyone's probably got coronavirus, but nobody's talking about it. Uh, and then, yeah, it, it, it's all good. We're we're all here. We're all back. We're all rolling. Listen to a couple of the podcasts that you guys have done in my uh, in my stead, and it's uh, it's good. Especially the last one. I really enjoyed the last one. Yeah. So um, I was. I have a friend that I know for years, and then she owns a couple of fat burgers. I don't know if you guys have fat burgers over there, but it's basically a burger joint, and you could buy like a franchise. And I remember like. Uh, I think I went to visit her and I'm like, hey, you want to do a podcast behind your restaurant? And she's like, fuck yeah, let's do it. So basically, <laughs> I, I brought all my equipment set up and then we talked about burgers. She's an entrepreneur because she owns a couple of restaurants. She's also a mom. So it was funny because even though you were not here, she was our first mom guest in the podcast. We have had dads before, but she was actually and we have had uh, girls before. Uh, we had uh, uh, Janira, but uh, she was our first mom in the podcast. And um, 
we talk about she lived in the Bahamas and her husband still lives there and he owns a couple of restaurants. So we talked about entrepreneurship and stuff like that because uh, I was going through like a, a, a thing that I'm into like a transition about, I guess, money related things. And that's what mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about today about money. And then, uh, you know, I, I just start asking her a couple of questions like, is it, does it worth to buy this? And what do you recommend to the people? And then our last podcast, which it was my podcast, I guess. I didn't even yep. say the name of the podcast, by the way, which is funny. <laughs> and I put it in my <laughs> other podcast, too. But basically, uh, I was going through a lot of I've been going through a lot of, I guess, mental state things. And one day, hopefully we could have a a mental health person here so they could talk about we could tell my problems and I could cry in the podcast or something like that. But we basically uh, I basically wanted to share with people what I'm going through. And that was pretty much it. So hopefully you guys listen to it and go back it's previous two episodes. But we have Andy back. What are you being up to? What have I been doing? So I've been traveling around. Uh, I've been working hard. Uh, I think I've had issues with my son, with him either teething so his all the teeth at the back of his head are basically going through coming through like the back of his jawline so he's just not sleeping at all uh and basically it's really really hard to put him down so and obviously we record like what uh between 7 p.m and 10 p.m uk time um so it's always just been a nightmare for, for for us to kind of record but it's getting back to normal now which is good um so yeah, man, it hasn't been terribly exciting for me recently. It's just been doing the boring stuff that I do for for a day job. Uh, and obviously, I say boring. It's it's super exciting, but you know, it's 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 nothing to write home about uh, currently. Um, so yeah, it's been quite quiet. Uh, man, so but that's you, kind of been nice. We were just talking about that before we started the podcast, and you had had the, I guess, the rough, um, you know, kid in a way that seems like. The reason we didn't record it last week is because he was going through a little bit of fever and now yep. he's going, he can't sleep anymore. I don't, I really, you know how we started this podcast when my son was little and you were about to become a dad. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, welcome to Dad Without a Dad podcast. That is the Dad Without a Dad podcast. Annie and I didn't have dads growing up and now we're talking about parenting. And, um, so I was sharing how my son was sick all the time and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, you had like good, good hours of sleep, but he was yep. sleeping. And now it seems like you, you can't catch a break. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like he's, he's so he had a fever, uh, which is pretty common, apparently, when they're when their back teeth come through because they're like the most aggressive teeth because they're the biggest. Um, it can cause kids to essentially have like fever symptoms, cold and flu symptoms and stuff like that is essentially because essentially the body treats it as almost a foreign infection, essentially, uh, even though it's not. So he's been through that. Uh, and I think that's kind of gone alongside him almost realizing that he can get what he wants if he says it certain ways and like figuring human beings out and figuring how to manipulate parents and caregivers around him so that's kind of happened at the same time uh and what that's basically meant is that even though he's starting to feel a little bit better he knows that if he plays it up a bit he can still 
get some things that otherwise he couldn't. So, for example, that would be, I don't know, like a interactive nightlight before bedtime or um, when we really should be going to sleep or, you know, him being able to watch TV for a tiny bit longer if he asks nicely or, you know, him saying, ah, oh, my teeth or our oh, teeth hurt. And then him going, mm, snack. <laughs> oh, snack snack make me feel better and obviously he doesn't say snack make me feel better but he does say snack and then obviously internally as a parent you're like well he is you know he's struggling with his teeth maybe i should give him something a little bit that i wouldn't usually give him so yeah i i think it's kind of that's happened all at the same time so it's been quite hard to be quite rigid with him or quite strict with him and i think because of that over the past week it's kind of all happened at the same time for him so you know I think when it comes to like giving kids what they want, it's a little bit like an elastic band effect. So like the more it kind of goes one way, the more it has to rebound the other way before you find the equilibrium. Um, at least that's what I've, I've thought with, with my son. Um, so yeah, we're kind of going through that at the moment, which is difficult. That said, you know, he's still absolutely amazing. He's still, he's not sleeping through now, um, which kind of sucks. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's just an hour here and there or maybe 45 minutes. Like the times I remember on this podcast when we've talked about the times where like he would basically wake up for two hours in the middle of the night and be like, I'm awake. Give me food. Um, that's gone now. So that's good. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it's just been, you know, it's crazy this age, man, because like uh, so my son's two, uh, two and two months now. And it's just every day it's kind of changing. Like, it's absolutely insane. It's really fun, but it is quite insane to keep up. Now, how? Um, who is the the weakest link when it comes <laughs> to um, to that? So let me give you an example. Okay. I'm very strict in things, like I always tell you. We are very strict here. But I think, and then my girlfriend is very, like, she's always helping him or uh, lets him you know get on her lap even though sh she's eating and he's just playing so those things i always put a stop on it like he needs to be more independent if he's eating one side he doesn't need to be next to mama and things mm -hmm. like that right she's the weakest link there now let me give you this example <laughs> he will be something like this she he will be like hey uh can i have some candy and i'll be like no you cannot have candy because it's like four o'clock And then he's like, oh, okay, but um, I had my food. And I'm like, okay, I guess some candy wouldn't, you know, yeah. mine. So. And then I just hear my girlfriend laugh because I'm like the guy that when it comes to like, if he says, can I watch TV? I'll be like, no, can I like, uh, like, can we read? Yes. But when it comes to like, for example, candy or he's like, can I take, can I open this thing? I'll be like, no. And then I'll be like, I mean, okay, yeah, you could do it. Why not? So I, it starts by like, no, I'm the uh, I'm the parent here, and you're not gonna do that. To like, ah, I love you. Okay, sure, why not? Like, <laughs> can can I have a car? Uh, if I'm a target, and I'll be like, no, you cannot have a car. We just came to. Okay, fine, just go get one. <laughs> you know, uh, so it's only one car. Yeah, it's just ninety nine cents. Uh, and I'm like that with my niece and my nephew. I go pick them up, and I'm like, what do you guys want? For uh, I actually went and picked them up uh, uh, last week, and then my son stayed with me to play video games uh, at this place. And then I went to pick up my nephew and my niece. And then I was thinking, okay, my budget is going to be about 
12 bucks because the pizza Costco is $10. And if they want a soda, one soda for everybody or waters, right? So yeah. I'm thinking, okay, we're going to go to Costco. And then I'm like, hey, you guys want pizza? And then my niece is like, oh, I don't want pizza. And then I hear my nephew is like, well, I had pizza yesterday. And then my 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 son goes like, I want Chick-fil-A. And, uh, and then everybody's like, yeah, I want Chick-fil-A. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it ended up costing me almost three times as much. It's like yeah. almost like $40. And I'm thinking, what a weak piece of shit I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, So my question to you, who is the weakest link in that way? So I think it, like your scenario, it completely depends. So when it comes to bedtime, if he cries out mama or mummy or something, um, my wife will always go in um where and if that happens then it takes usually takes like 20 minutes half an hour for him to get to sleep um whereas for me if he calls for me uh or he calls for my wife and then i go in he's like oh okay daddy's in now okay no worries i'll i'll, I'll go back to sleep I, I get it okay cool um so it's usually a bit quicker oh, um wow. when it comes to food food's a really tricky one um so it really depends like we put it in a place like he's got like a tiny little table and like a little like uh a tiny armchair if you like um and then he sits and has his food on there so yeah uh for food stuff we're kind of we're pretty equal to be honest with food we're, we're pretty much there um but i would say i'm probably slightly the stricter one but then it's weird because when you're the stricter one you force the other one to be super super nice and obviously, you, you you get more good cop, bad cop distance the way you go. So you kind of need to be on the same line if you can as much as possible. But it's bloody hard because, you know, you get to points where you're just so frustrated. Um, so you're I, the stricter you know, one. I, sure. I guess uh, in our relationship, it goes depending on what it is. It's super yeah. strict. It's like, you know, like, I don't know, like. I could be super strict for some things, but I, she will get mad at me because I let him do stuff. Like, uh, I let him <laughs> be silly in front of anybody. And then, like, I had to explain. I think I said this before, but I had to explain how my brother is very, like, strict and very yeah. old school. So I had to explain to my son how some people don't like to be silly and it's okay but you could be silly. Like, for example, you know, if my son gets to know you a lot and starts calling you Andy Wandy, you know, it's a silly <laughs> thing, right? But you could be like, I don't like that. And then yeah. I, I will have to be like, all right, he's an adult and you shouldn't be calling him that, which I think is fucking funny. And he could call me Daddy Wabi, Daddy Farty, and stuff like that. And I'm cool with it. But in society, it's like, you know, not right, I guess. Yeah. But um, so things like that. And like I said, you know, he would be like, hey, can I have a da uh, can I have a car at Target? And I'd be like, no. And then we go in. I'm like, OK, one. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just one. It is that battle line thing that you draw in your head, though, right? Which is like, well, I'm not getting him like a car set. I'm only allowing him one. Like I'm still exercising the parental, you know. It's funny. And then my uh, girlfriend has a point where, like, he thinks he's going to have, he's going to get something every time we go out. So mm. she has a point there, you know, but one car doesn't, yeah. <laughs> and then, he likes 
he likes throwing things so my son loves throwing things and that i i find that adorable and kind of funny um because they're like balls and stuff and he he went through a stage of kind of started trying to throw stuff at the cats uh which like balls and stuff nothing that bad um and i just found that hilarious where my my, my wife didn't but now he's got quite a good arm and has quite good hand-eye coordination, so he he can hit them with with surprising regularity. So we've had to put a stop to that. So yeah, I mean, I like you're saying, it depends on the scenario. I think for sure. It's funny that you said that you go in and then he's like, "Oh shit, it's time to go to sleep." Right? Yeah, it's like the enforcer's in. All right, fine. I'll, with with I'll us, this with time. us is different. My my son, every time he has to have mom right uh, to mm. to go to sleep, which right now we're going to be in a transition where. We're going to buy him a bed and um, uh, no more crib. And he's turning five. So we're uh, and I'll talk in about all that stuff in a little bit. But so I'm telling him, I'm telling my girlfriend, I'm like, OK, you cannot go to sleep with him now. He needs to start going to sleep by himself in the crib. But every time he says, hey, dad, can you come and sleep with us? Like for him, the only reason that fucker says it, I think because he knows I'm going to be fucking with everybody and we're going to be playing for like half an hour. It's going to take <laughs> him to like, instead of going to sleep with mom in 10 minutes, it's going to take him an hour because we're going to goof on my girlfriend for half an hour. Then we're going to goof between each other for 15 minutes. Then my girlfriend's going to kick me out. And then finally he's going to go to sleep. So I think the only reason that little Brad always says like, "Hey, you wanna sleep with me so we could play and fuck around for like forty-five minutes?" And then I don't know. <laughs> They're clever, man. These kids are clever. Like they, they get it. They totally get it. They, they get the behavioral manipulation stuff. Yeah, they're way cleverer than we give them credit for. I think. Now, since your son is being uh, sick a lot, how do you handle that mentally? Because do you at some point, because it's it's a over and over thing. You just go to a point where you know what it is and you say, ah, it would just pass because like I'm telling you, I have this like anxiety and weird mental state where he's sick. Like right now, like I will go nuts right now. Like I'm telling you, I will freak the fuck out if he if he comes home with a fever and starts coughing with everything that I had to see at work, everything that I'm going through, I will I'm telling you, I will freak the fuck out. I will think I was talking about in the podcast before that I'm, you and I are going to create a game and it sounds pretty scary, but it's not. It's just a game. And I'll tell you how yeah. it's called. How is Jose going to die? <laughs> <laughs> and the way it goes is because I, I started telling this to my girlfriend, how I'm at the moment where my anxiety is super high. That even sounds trickle me like, there's some sounds lately at night that I, I feel weird and I feel scared, right? So I've been living mm. scared for a couple uh, weeks already. And and then I told her, let me just give you an example. Did you hear that sound? And I'm like, yeah. Well, that sounds, for me, sounds like somebody is here. That means somebody's going to come into uh, the house, rob us, and kill me. And then, and I, so I started asking her, give me any, any scenarios and I'll tell you how it ends up by me dying. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just started throwing like, okay, uh, we didn't have pizza. And I'm like, we didn't have pizza. Does that mean I don't have money? So that means we're not going to be able to move. 
Does that mean that my crazy neighbor is still going to be here? Does that mean that he's going to come one day, kick my ass, and maybe he has a gun, kills me? There you go. So, <laughs> so it's 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 a game that we're going to play. It's called How Is Jose Going to Die? You know, like so. <laughs> so I'm telling you, if my son comes home with a fever and starts coughing, I'm going to freak the fuck out because we're all dying. Yeah, it, I mean, coronavirus. It'll 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 be fine. It'll be fine. I mean, I how I deal with my son being ill a lot is really just you know, and he's not ill all the time. He just goes to nursery and and hangs around with like thirty other kids. So he's always going to pick up stuff. Um, I definitely have a little bit of anxiety about it, but most of the time it passes like uh, within a few days, so it's okay. If it gets any longer than that, like five days, is kind of the thing. And in the UK, we've got NHS one one one, which is really really good, um, which is like basically a website you can go to and a, and a service you can call if you're that worried. Um, and we've barely had to call them. I think the the worst thing that happened so far is when he got tonsillitis um, over like a Christmas period, like in December. Um, and there I was. Yeah, I wasn't worried. I just thought it was a regular cough and cold thing. But he had a. He sounded really hoarse. Like his voice was bad for a long time, like a five days and he had a fever and like uh, basically if you have to give them cowpole neurofen for longer than five days at that point you should get in touch with the doctor um and i was like it was coming up to christmas i was like no they'll be fine don't worry about it and my wife was like no this feels weird to me i'm gonna take him <laughs> to a doctor and then we did and then he was diagnosed with tonsillitis and then they gave us some medicine which is a nightmare to give him but blah 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 so i think the main thing for the illness stuff is like is to trust your gut like if something feels wrong then it's probably wrong but i think the problem with with you jose is you that, mean like, like you, jump, you jump to the extreme like so quickly which loads of people do it's totally natural um and that that can you know cause you to you know think is worse than it probably is sometimes i guess you mean trust your your wife's gut because your gut yeah totally yeah, okay. my gut was wrong my yeah. gut was totally out but i think if if like you're a team right like and obviously if a single parent it's a little bit different but even if you're a single parent you've got support network around you hopefully if you do um and then you know like for me me and my wife talked about it and i was like oh he's probably okay and my wife was like, oh no i think something else is going on and i was like okay let's defer to you that's cool um let's go and let's see what's up and then something was up but then there's other times where we've been and i think i mentioned it on the podcast where you know we've turned up and the doctor's been like yeah it's a rash is it meningitis no it's not meningitis uh he's a kid kids get rashes <laughs> let me never get any worse and then basically we left but you know ultimately it's always better to be cautious rather than regretful right um and i think over here it's a little bit different because obviously you know with uh with there being no health national health care uh in the in the us or no social based health care it changes the the paradigm a little bit because because you're losing money over it right whereas over here you know i lose a little bit of work time but that's it i can take him easy peasy so yeah yeah that's what i was going to say like there's there has to be a i mean a more relieved place with you you just said that you could just call somebody and then yep. out of nowhere and they'll pick up i wish i could do that here's like you're fucked go to the er and then go yeah. get sick by the other 30 people that are next to you and then you will not only get you know coronavirus but you will have something else too when you come back home 
That's why it's it, your healthcare system sucks, dude. You you need to do something about it. As not you personally, but you know, voting and all that stuff. Oh uh, yeah, there could be a change there. Yeah, that's another thing. I was talking to my girlfriend that is now more, and you see, I get triggered by so many weird things. But when it comes to like, I guess I started getting triggered with the coronavirus. But now that I see how everything's evolving, I'm like, all right, you know, it's it is bad but it's not like like i told you right like it seems like you know my son is not going to get it and if he does he's going to be fine so i was like all right that's that's all i care right so one less thing that i should worry about and i've been worrying way too much about way too many things and um but the thing that i was telling my girlfriend is that is not so much about the coronavirus like she doesn't have health insurance i don't have health insurance um It's about that if everything starts to shut down, me as a hourly worker is not going to be able to work. Mm. It's not going to be able to pay the bills. And if I get sick, I'm going to have to go to a doctor where I need to pay out of my pocket. So basically, it's going to affect my financial things everywhere, you know. And as you see, like, I don't know if people know this, but I invest in the stock market uh, a couple of years ago. I started doing it and I've been doing it a little bit more lately. And it's horrible to see how something like the coronavirus like triggers everything. And then people don't understand how the stock market works. And like if the stock market goes down, everybody goes down. You know, there's good things yeah. and bad things and everything. But I mean, if the stock market goes down and, you know, we all a lot of people are going to lose jobs and things like that. So it's just, it's a uh, it's not only the stock, uh, the coronavirus, but it's everything that will happen. Like the effect that you see in China is going to affect here in the United States. Not right now, but in about two, three months, we're going to see how there's a short supply of everything. And now mm. that everything starts to shut down, we're not going to see it right now. But in about You know, we could hit a, a recession type, even if the coronavirus is gone in six months, we're going to feel all of these things that we have stopped right now. Right. And then that's one thing that I wanted to talk about you is about money, because I made a decision with my girlfriend to invest in my son's future. And basically, I told her that the way the market was going and everything that it was going to happen, I saw an opportunity to invest in my son and the way mm. is that we always save some money for him every year and we have accumulated some money for him for the future so i don't know how everything works over there so i'm just going to be speaking uh in terms of the united states but okay. you could also you know if you know a little bit about this then you know chime in and then you will also let me know how everything works over there So basically, we started seeing how how can we invest in his future? We have some money. How can we make that money work so when he becomes 18, he could be going to school. He could be using that. So so many rules. It's like the things about stock market and finances is that it's not difficult. It's just a lot of information. It's a lot mm -hmm. of reading, a lot of information that people are not willing to search, not people to study to think about, to read, 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 study, search, all the stuff that goes into many things because you don't, most people don't even know where their money is going to. Like when they have 401ks, that doesn't mean it's just in one place. That means people are investing their own, uh, their money. 
so I wanted to search what can I do to use this money so it could be bigger when he gets older. You know, you could open an IRA, but that only yeah. means that you could only use it for school. And if he doesn't go to school, you may lose the money. And by the way, I'm just talking in the broad, you know, all the definitions yeah. and everything. Everybody should research because it's not that easy. But so we were, we were thinking about how can we invest in my son's future? And I told her, look, this is a great time to buy stocks because the markets are going to fall. Something's going to happen either right now or when the recession hits, if it hits, by the way. And yep. so I told her, you know what? Let's grab some money, buy a stock that my son likes, and invest in the future. So what we did is that we grabbed some money that he had, just a little part, and we bought stocks for Disney. The way we're going to do it is that yesterday was one of the best days to buy stocks, if anybody was paying attention. Um, I bought some stocks on Friday and then they went down and I bought some more stocks. So we made a mutual decision between my girlfriend and I and said, this is how much we're going to invest. And that's it. We're going to buy stocks and let them work until he's 18. So mm. I have an account with a financial uh, institution and I said, all right, because Disney stocks are high for somebody like you and I are high for somebody yeah. who is a banker has millions millions of dollars is not high but a hundred dollars per stock it's high and it was not a yeah. hundred dollars it was a different price but we decided to buy stocks we're going to leave them there and when he's 18 whatever he has it's his I'm not going to touch it and you know this is I'm saying it so he could, just, <laughs> you know, he he could take me to court when he's 18 because I'm saying it right now and I'm making it public. But that's one way to invest in his future because at the moment I'm struggling with money decisions. My car lease is about to be due, so I'm thinking of not really, you know, getting another car. We're thinking of moving closer to where he's going to be going to school, and so many decisions that I think is affecting my mental health, and that's why my anxiety mm -hmm. has been going to the roof. And the place where we live, I don't feel comfortable anymore and things like that. But I've been thinking about his financial future a lot and so many options that we could do. But some options is like they will help you if he makes money, but only if you use it for school and stuff like yep. that. Because there's a couple of things that you and I should be thinking about in the future. I don't know about how it's over there, but for example, let's say I become ill when I'm 70. I need to pay somebody to take care of me. So I need to have at least $40,000 a year to pay somebody to take care of me. That's when I'm older, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't have insurance. What if I get in an accident, you know? And that's debt that I'm going to, uh, going to have. Am I going to be living paycheck to paycheck? I started thinking, hey, I need to buy... Let's start investing in uh, real estate. And then it turns out that I need to have like $100,000 just to buy a, a apartment building that is $3 million. I need to yeah. have all this cash that I don't have. And like I said before, I made a huge mistake in my 20s by drinking a lot and putting everything on my credit cards. I had credit card debt. So not only I don't have cash, and I mean I do, but <laughs> not $100,000. Yeah. Or even starting a house. You need all this cash flow 
that I'm not going to be able to even like afford the payment of a house. So all these things, I'm, you know, thinking about my son's future financially. So I was thinking this is a good way to do it. And now my question to you is like, <laughs> he's only two. And, <laughs> you know, like, have you thought about his future in any way financially? Like, did you ever say, hey, um, and by the way, this is like some, this is new to me because I don't know yeah. anything about England's, you know, how everything works over there. So first of all, gotta say, dipping your feet in the stock market, dude, that's awesome. Getting shares, that's a brilliant idea. What's up guys, Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am. And they only have one mission, for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. That is de la Roca, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. Um, I think for me personally, I haven't, um, you know, I haven't thought about that for my son yet, primarily because he still seems like a fairly new human being and we're still getting used to a lot of stuff. So, um, you know, thinking about what it'd be like when he's 18 and if he decides to go to university or not, where we would need money to, to pay for his tuition fees and stuff like that. Haven't really thought about it yet. Um, and I think it's it's primarily because, you know, we, we're quite fortunate, like we live in a good area. There's good there's good schools around here. So I know that he's sorted on that front. Um, so, yeah, I, th I think if I if I was thinking about what I would do, let's say, for example, to, to build up, let's say, for example, that university fees are going to cost 20K a year or 20K total. Right. What I would probably do for that is I would put them in a saving investment scheme or something like that, and I'd pay a little bit into it every single month. Um, and then hopefully, <laughs> within like 20 years, hopefully there's enough. I mean, the good thing with stocks is that, you know, and obviously stocks can go up and can go down. And, you know, none of us, are, uh, you know, none of us know a massive amount about the stock market. And uh, we... And by the way, nobody knows. Yeah. Like, yeah. even though like Warren Buffett, it has like... I don't know how he does it, but the way it, even the biggest ones will always fail at some kind of stock, you know. Yeah. Uh, but doing your research will let you know whether it's a good investment or not. It's just doing mm. research. So, uh, like I I was talking in the podcast before, you know, if I could do it, you could do it. It's just gotta put the time and effort into things, right? Mm. But like for example, do you guys? have something like a 401k you're an independent contractor now does that yeah do you get a a pension do you even know what a pension is and i'm just yeah. asking because i don't know anything about england doesn't mean okay. that i'm asking because i think you don't know so yeah <laughs> so that's a great question so a couple of years ago the uk government basically decided that everyone needed a pension the reason why is that because our healthcare system is based on more of a everyone pays into it and expects a certain level of care as a right as a as citizen as a UK, um, essentially it's a bit more of a political uh, 
political bomb, basically. So what I mean by that is that they wanted everyone to have a pension outside of the state pension. So everyone gets a state pension in the UK regardless, um, but it's a tiny amount and it's an amount that's, that's not going up with inflation. So by the time that I retire, which is a, you know, a good few decades away at this point, um, you know, the state pension is going to be relatively tiny due to inflation. Um, what so what's the age uh, to retire over there? And do you get is, that pension like every year? Uh, yes. So for me, it would probably be the age of 70. Traditionally, it's oh, been shit. 65 and, and 60 for women. But uh, basically, uh, they are talking about delaying that more and more just because it's like a massive burden on the younger people if suddenly like 20% of the population is over the age of 70 or 30% or 40%. So that's why they've encouraged everyone to basically get even independent contractors. Uh, everyone essentially should have an opportunity. If you're an employee of, of a company, you should have an opportunity to opt into a pension and it's on the employer to basically give that as an option, which is, Hey, our preferred pension partner is why, um, so for my previous place that I worked for, I think it was, oh God, who was it? Uh, I can't remember. But basically they, they exist, they're out there. For contractors, it's a little bit different. So for contractors like myself, you have to basically search out a pension partner. Um, and that'll be, you know, you pay into it every single year and, you know. Do you have an option of saying yes or no? Uh, yes, you do. So for example, if you're an employee of a company over here, basically they can say you need to, go with Y and then you can go, no, I don't need to go with Y because I've got X, which is my own preferred pension partner. And then I, okay, cool. Well, as an employer, we still need to contribute to your pension somehow. So it's a little bit sliced off your paycheck every month. It's not a lot. Um, so when you were in the other company, did you uh, like chose your own or did you uh, No, I went with the standard one. Because like, you know. Can you roll over to something that you prefer? Like the, can you, yes. Oh. Yeah, you can. So basically it's, it's on the individual person to basically if, so for example, if I'm changing pension company, I can essentially say to the person or the people that I've got a pension with currently, Hey, I'm moving to these guys. Um, I want all the money basically transferred from there into there. And essentially they have to do it. Um, or they allow you to cash out. So cashing out would be like, I think I've got a 30 pound pension somewhere because I was at a place for like three months. <laughs> so that's still keeping on going. Uh, it doesn't really mature. I don't think you need to keep paying into it. And obviously the whole reason why pension companies exist is it's an extension of banking. Like they invest kind of for you. Um, but, you know, it's, it's basically it's, it's a way to guarantee capital going into their coffers every month so they can do risky investments. Um, or safe investments. Yeah, that's what I, I I was telling my girlfriend. I'm like, do you? She has the normal job, like I always say. She yeah. has the, she has a 401k, but she doesn't know where her money is. She doesn't know how it's invested, and you know, like there's people who get paid to do that, so yep. they are better equipped than most people, right? You will think, but you yeah. all should know who's handling your money and what they're doing with your money, right? Because, you know, if you think about it, like, it amazes me how people don't realize simple things. Like, I get, I, I saw something where it says that when you're hungry, it, it will teach you things. When you're poor, it will teach you things. And when you're, I forgot. 
you know, I've been poor a lot. You know, <laughs> where bro, one dollar is one fucking dollar. Yeah. There was yeah. a time where I didn't have a dollar to buy a water. You know. And I I'm not here to have pity. I'm not here to for you guys to feel sorry for me because no, I, I learned how to do things. I succeed. Uh, one of the reasons I have anxiety is because I'm always worrying about the future. And one thing that I had to learn is about to enjoy the present. I'm always thinking about the future. I'm never enjoying the, the fucking present, right? Like, even though I'm doing this podcast, I'm thinking about what I'm going to be doing in three <laughs> hours, which is the fucking weirdest thing ever. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you have to think about yourself who's going to take care of you when you're older so yeah. many things like how is your money invested uh are you going to leave anything for your son like one of the most grown-up things i have ever done in about a year is i actually got uh health insurance my girlfriend has had health insurance since she was like fucking 18 i think she even had like three different ones where one it was like to help her if she was sick and the other ones was she was wasting what I thought it was right wasting money and then she quit uh, she took one out and then she became pregnant and I used to help her for that and she didn't have that nice. anyways but the thing is like you know it's true like so I said you know let me uh, get health insurance if something happens to me my son could have it and let me tell you one thing that happened was that um Health insurance, you know, they're salespeople, right? They want you to get the most of the most. And the guy went yeah. over. I, I started shopping around. One thing, they, and the guy literally told me, he's like, you should get this because, you know, something could happen to you and you need care. And, you know, you're going to need, if you need care, it's so much money. So it's it put in perspective, if something ever happens to any of us, how much money you need to somebody to take care of you and things like that, right? right? So basically, the guy said you need like $5 million, right, for the future and things like that. And I couldn't afford that. And one thing that I told him is like, hey, look, I just need something that if it happens to me, my son it will be okay. And then he's like, well, you know, like you need to put in account that he needs to go to school. So he's going to be in school for so many years. And if you die tomorrow, he needs your salary times that. So basically, he made the the scheme of like, if I die tomorrow, he needs my salary until he turns 18, right? So he needs 14 yeah. years of my salary. And then he needs $50,000 a year until he graduates. So he made it seem like I needed $2 million, which is true. It's, he's, not, he's not incorrect. And then yeah. I told him, bro... I didn't have shit when I was growing up. So just give me this much. And if I die tomorrow, he's lucky to have that shit. <laughs> and unfortunately, I had to say it like that because, <laughs> like, one, I can't afford it. And then, you know, if he has that much money for what um, my insurance is, he's lucky to have it. I didn't have shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's I, like things that that's why I want to talk about money because it's something that people don't like to talk about, but you have to. I think you, it's the responsible thing to do uh, and definitely talk about it. Uh, like uh, me and my wife talk about it a fair amount. Um, when we got a mortgage for the first time, so in this country, when you get a mortgage, 
the first kind of apart from can you afford the monthly repayments the second thing they say to you is like you need to get life insurance um so we sorted that out pretty soon and that kind of when you start talking about like yeah it's a 40-year term and the contract that you're signing or 30 years or whatever it's it's pretty nuts um but I think when it comes to like being responsible and, and thinking about what they need in the long term, like I still, I still don't really know what the right answer is. If I'm honest, I still haven't done the research. I've still delayed it. Like most people do like, you know, it, it just, it seems insurmountable, right. Um, to, to, to think about what is the right thing to do with your money. Um, but you're right. Like you start thinking about this when you don't have much of it. Uh, as in money and also that there's a weird thing the money that happens as well which the more that you have of it the more it kind of propagates i think um so for example you talked about what was it it wasn't bloomberg it was the other guy uh the the, the shareholder guy that you talked about uh, the investor dude um who was it you said it like a couple of minutes ago oh i just said that the uh, uh the you mean the investor uh the advisor yeah Yeah, no, the, the the guy who basically if you're a like a massive investor in stocks, right? Oh, Warren Buffett. You can Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can diversify your portfolio to such an extent where you can have like super like a stock like Disney, which is super stable, right? And they own everything, so it's probably only going to get better. Um and you get super risky stocks in like emerging markets that are a little bit murkier, so like, you know, uh let's say emerging energy supplies or you know, let's say fusion or something like that. Whereas it might pay off in the long run, but in the short term, it's probably not. So they can kind of play the long game. Um, so they can afford to lose money. Whereas like when you've only got a dollar or like a couple of hundred dollars, you can't afford to waste any of it, right? So you have to be way more cautious about all of it. Uh, so it's kind of an unfair game, I think. Um, but when it comes to thinking about my son for the future and stuff like that, we haven't got there yet. I mean, in uh, to give you a personal thing, Uh, I don't have a pension at the moment. I need to look into getting one. But what I do instead every month is I just put a little bit in a savings account. Uh, and that's, if you talk to any financial advisor, they'll tell you that's the worst possible thing you can do because, you know, uh, interest rates, I don't know what they're like in the US, but in the UK, they're like, if you have an ISA, and an ISA is something where basically the government will allow you to save a certain amount up to a certain amount, um, And it's you get preferential rates. So an ISA in the UK at the moment is about between one and two percent. So you put a hundred quid in there, you'll have two quid at the end of the year extra, which is rubbish. Um, so and that that's like a percent is a good ISA. Like that would be really good. And usually in order to get an ISA of that amount, you need to have fifty thousand pounds in a saving account somewhere. Like nobody's fucking got that that i talk to <laughs> so yeah i it's it's like you said if you take the time to look into it it's definitely worth it i think the problem is is that when you've got a full-time job and when you're looking after your son and uh, or your daughter and she's not sleeping or whatever i think it's really hard to motivate to do that and i know that's crazy because money is massively important and changes everything um It's just, you know, there's only so many hours in the day, you know? Well, like, I don't want to preach or anything. I mean, it's just being comfortable, right? Like, if you're comfortable. Yeah. I think the reason I'm always, like, like $1, $1, because I guess I have done a lot of mistakes, financially mistakes in my life, 
like mm. I, not that I had money anyways and the reason is because I do believe that we should teach our kids about money and if you're let's just say your son doesn't like school if your uh, kids are not uh, smart in a way that they're they don't like school like me or like mm. like what if your if your kid is super smart and he's going to become a fucking bioscientist scientist and shit like that like like we have an amazing uh, listener called will brokers that he's back in the uk shout out to him and he's like a bio uh, chemist like super smart you know you need to have the resource to you know to have that talent be something and flourish and mm. help the world or something right we all need i always say that fuck i prefer to have my ev everybody should have a mechanic a doctor a lawyer and like somebody that knows everybody in their family, right? Yeah. Because you know you're always going to need, you know, medical help. You're always going to need, you know, uh, a lawyer in your family. You know, and it's all about doing research, right? At the end of the day, yeah. here in the United States, anybody could go take the bar and become a lawyer. You just gotta know all the laws and how to apply them. Yeah. Same thing goes with the with money. You had to know because I have never had money. And because it takes me so much to get money and I'm always like, I need to make better decisions, better investments. I have tried to do things. I have failed. And, you know, like there's always time to do your research. Like I was just telling my girlfriend, I'm like, why don't you like read a little bit instead of watching Hulu on your phone? <laughs> and look, it's easier for me to say it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easier for me to say it because I apply that. I don't watch TV. I like to read. I, I'm always like, even though I'll be in Instagram, I'm actually looking at uh, Instagram accounts that uh, they give you like advice and things. And uh, and I'm not trying to make it seem like, oh, I'm better than you because I don't watch TV or, you know, like, I'm no, the thing is I'm here to tell you that anybody could do it. You just got to put the time and effort to it. If you want to invest in the future, just do your research. See, maybe you're good at something and you don't even know. You could make a business out of it, you know? Like yeah, you and I, yeah. I, I always say, like, you have amazing skills. Why don't you just work with you are doing it, you know, for yourself instead of, you know, through somebody else? We need to, like, yeah. look into the future and be like, we need to be more stable for our families, right? That's the end point. Yeah, definitely. And I think, I, I tell you what it is, Jose. There's, so there's something for me, and it's going to sound really stupid when I say it out loud, but it's 100% true. So I'm a massive football fan. I watch football all the time, listen to podcasts about football. Uh, and when I say football, I mean soccer for you guys, I guess. <laughs> um, and every year, without fail, my brother beats me at the fantasy football team league that we've got and i always finish out of like six i always finish like fourth or third sometimes i finish second never finish first and my my brother is also obsessed with football right and the reason why i bring this up is that like sometimes i think and let, let's take it let's take the stock market example sometimes i think you can just be unlucky right but there's, but my brother has won the fantasy football league that we've been part of for the past like six years, um, and he always wins it. And he, I, I swear I do as much research as he does, but he always wins it. 
Um, so I do think there's like there are some things that you can't do by just reading up on it, but there's a lot of things that you can, right? So I think you're I think you're right because um, I've thought about the stock market thing like you, like a lot, uh, uh, and especially tech stuff um, because I you know I'm I'm part of that those circles, so it's kind of as part of my job. I'm doing that research anyway, right? Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm always reminded of that fancy football example of like, you know, I can get, be involved with something that much and still not win essentially. Um, yeah, but you are right. You trying trying to use your free time wisely is always a good thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're not here to tell anybody how to live. We're just yeah. trying to tell people what we're doing and at yeah. the moment i doing research and stuff like that yesterday was one of the best days for anybody to invest and look i started investing two years ago i bought three stocks that i thought that were good and the outcome like it's a uh, one of them it's a stock that produces uh cannabis Mm -hmm. One is a stock that helps the production of cannabis with materials and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, it's a corporation that produces this, the the technical stuff of cannabis. Okay. The stocks, when I bought them, a total of $550, right? So I put, let's say that I bought the stock at some price and both, all three of them, total of what I invested was $550. At the moment, I'm losing $400. Mm. So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, like you said it before, sometimes you hit, sometimes you miss. But guess what? Yeah. One thing that I learned is that those things, I don't need to take them out, right? Hopefully, in no. 10 years, they'll come back. That's the great thing about the stock market. You never know. At the moment, those things are hurting me like fucking crazy because $1 is $1. Yeah. You know, sometimes I, I don't go out because I don't have $10 or I just want to save them. But if I had those $300, I could probably do something, right? But I don't. Yeah. yeah. But guess what? Disney, it's a great company. I did my research. Yeah. And there's other stuff that buying companies like that help you. They give you extra cash for things and blah, blah, blah. And then I did some investments. I did my research for a lot. I did my research and then I did some investments. And today the, the stock market went up and I'm up in some stocks that I bought. Nice. So the thing is you got to do your research and do it for something. You're not, I'm not trying to get rich in tomorrow. Maybe these stocks are going to help my son go to college or start yeah. his own company or start our own company. You know, yeah. that's the whole purpose of, you know, doing this thing, you know. <laughs> and that's one of the things that I said in the other podcast, you know, it's like I'm not trying to get rich quick. <laughs> By the way, I'm 37, so I've been trying to just survive for the past 17 years. So if something happens, it's because I've been working hard. You know what I mean? It's not like <laughs> I just, and you know, I want to create a brand. I'm trying to create a brand. That's one of the reasons I 
you know, partner up with Live Bearded where you could get 10% off if you put my promo code De La Roca. That is livebearded.com. And if you put my code De La Roca, you get 10% and we get 10%, right? So yeah. we're trying to build a brand. We're trying to build a business. You know, it doesn't hurt if somebody tries to, you know, sponsor us. And the reason that I said in the podcast before is like, why not? Andy, you're a great man. You're doing the great stuff. You have a nice kid, a nice family, a little help by somebody else. Everybody else is doing it. Why can't we yeah. have a little piece of the pie? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, I, I, th I think it's always, it, it depends on your motivation, right? Like it's the same with everything. So, and everyone's trying to, you know, if it gives you more time with your son, if it takes a little bit of the pressure off, if it lessens your anxiety, it's all a good thing to do, 100%. All right, so I think we should play that game. So give me a scenario, and I'll tell you how I'm going to die. Uh, okay, uh, I, I'm, sat, I'm sat on a chair, and the leg breaks on one of the chair, on the chair. Okay, so the, the, then I'm going to have to take you to the hospital. And if I go too okay. fast, we may get crashed, and that means that I'm going to get that eye... And then what if you die, then they're going to come and sue my family because I was going super fast to the hospital to rush into in. So not only I'm going to die, but your family is going to sue my family and my son is not going to be able to go to high, uh, um, college anymore. So not only I died, you guys are suing my family. How stressful is that? It? That's stressful. That's giving me anxiety just thinking about it. I got another one. Uh, my cat is basically going crazy at the cat scratching post and it's quite tall. And the cat scratching post falls down and falls on the cat. Okay, why is the cat getting so scratchy? Does he have a sickness? Is that going to give it to me? <laughs> is he? If that sickness is going to affect me, is it going to pass it to my son? Is it going to affect me that I'm going to die? And I'm not going to see him graduate from high school? I wanted to see him graduate from high school. Oh my god, I'm, I'm already sweating. I'm going to die from some fucking cat sickness that he has. Dude, you didn't even think about my cat. What about my cat? My cat could be injured or something like that. You didn't give a shit about the cat. You just cared about it. You know, too self-involved, man. <laughs> you know what's also scary? It's scary, man. Penises are scary. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you ready? Hey. Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Uh. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat. But penises are, are quite hard to manage. <laughs> <laughs> we have a little segment called Andy's Chokes. <laughs> and the way it works is that Andy tells us a joke. And it's up to you to tell us whether the joke is good or bad. And if you could be a partner, a sponsor to Andy's Jokes, all you got to do is send us an email at hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. And Andy has some great jokes. It could be good jokes. It could be bad jokes. But it's up to you to tell us whether it's a good joke or a bad joke. And all you got to do is send us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. And without you, here's the man, the legend, the guy who has been away thinking about penises all the time. Here's Andy with Andy's jokes. I stand by all the stuff I said about penises. Uh, I'm willing to go on record by it. Uh, 
<clears throat> oh, I thought Sorry. you were going to get all testy and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's don't make uh, this so hard and just do the joke. Yeah, just go through it. Just go through it. <clears throat> okay. Only one joke this week. Boom. <clears throat> Uh, I've been thinking about loads of uh, hand washing this week, so uh, this joke comes from that. Okay. What is the animal kingdom's cleanest animal? I'll say it again. What is the animal kingdom's cleanest animal? I'm always thinking to see if I could smash it. That's what she said. I don't know, Andy. What is the animal's kingdom cleanest animal? Hygienas. <laughs> so that, that came to me uh, during the uh, well, you did 50th it? time. Yeah, that's my one. Yeah, oh, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, it was the 50th time on the radio they were telling people how to wash their hands and how you have to wash your hands minimum for 20 seconds to kill corona related bacteria uh yeah it's good it's fun and if you want to be part of andy's jokes you could send us an email hello at josedadarroca.com that is hello at josedadarroca.com and this was the one and only andy with andy's jokes and talking about our sponsors we want to say hi to doggy locks doggy locks you can find them at doggylocks.cu.uk or send them an email that is doggylocks at yahoo.com that is d-o-g-g-i-l-o-c-k-s at yahoo.com <laughs> i started thinking about uh your sister's birthday happy birthday to her if she listens yep. or anybody listens so happy birthday to her and she's the sponsor of this podcast and the owner of doggy Dogs. and if you're in the cities of Portsmouth, uh, Winchester, uh, Southampton, basically anywhere in the south coast of the UK, you need a dog or a cat to groomed. Uh, she's got a very special pod you can take the cat to in complete or dog in complete isolation. So they are 100% happy and calm where they can get groomed, old or young. Old or young. So go get your dogs groomed and lock those prices, guys. Before we go, Andy. First of all, thanks for listening to me. And it was a great game that we were playing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I feel sweaty. I, I feel like I've got more anxiety than I came to this podcast with. But it's okay. It's totally okay. I think um, I passed the anxiety. You should see my girlfriend now. She, like, scratches us all the time. And, like, I, I feel that my son is having, like, a little tick on his nose where he's picking his nose. Not even, like, for boogers. But it's a it's a clinical thing it has to be a mental issue that i have and i had to just get over it and uh I, you know because i don't want to take medicines or start doing drugs and stuff like that meaning like cbt all that stuff it's hard man because like i'm at night just thinking that something's gonna happen and then I, I don't sleep it's just a weird feeling man dude you should text me uh like tell me text me on whatsapp like I, I'm always up when you're sleeping. Uh, due to time zones, like fuck it, it will, it will break up my work day. So, uh, yeah. You, you got into a deep thing, man. I'm gonna be texting you all the time now. <laughs> you gonna be <laughs> like, fuck! Okay. I need to invest in my son's future. Shut up. <laughs> I already bought some Disney stock. What more does he want from me? I don't get it. <laughs> hey, you know that's a that's an app. I I believe it's not a bad idea to do that. 
for you, son. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, because you know, I'm gonna have a look at it. You've yeah. inspired me. I'm definitely gonna have a look at it. And if anybody has any suggestions or any advice for us, you know, you could always send us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. Hello at josedelarroca.com. You'll be gone for, you have been gone for like three weeks. Do you have any shout outs or anything like that? Uh, yes, definitely. So, uh, a special shout out to Paul, uh, who is uh, basically a great friend of mine uh, who I met through my wife uh like 18 15 years ago or whatever he's lovely he's awesome he's just started listening so special shout out to him if he's got this far while he's working uh and we're gonna have him on a guest uh very very soon as well so that'd be cool uh shout out to my family uh shout out to will broadcast we already shout out to him once but he's awesome thank you so much for listening man really appreciate it uh and then yeah uh thank you to yourself jose as well and thank you to the awesome guest that you had while i was away uh i still need to listen to that podcast but i will because uh, the thumbnail looks absolutely awesome and delicious uh, yeah her name is monica and the other guest we had it was my anxiety so thank you anxiety for having a topic in this fucking podcast <laughs> not that this podcast is a fucking podcast it's just that my anxiety one day i'm going nuts man i am one day we should bring will to tell me just relax take a chill pill or something or go into <laughs> details about my brain you know one thing i always wanted to do is i like have a scan of my brain see what is going to happen there what's happening i'm always thinking of fifteen thousand things so my advice to you is to subscribe to my channel <laughs> go to youtube type jose de la roca or just go to www.youtube.com slash jose de la roca until next time you can follow me on instagram at mr jose de la roca that is at mr jose de la roca and you can follow andy at gaming goodness all one word you can follow me at gaming goodness on twitter that's g-a-m-i-n-g-g-o-o-d-n-e-s-s uh yeah hit me up on there and don't forget guys scary man penises are scary <laughs>